You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 308. In this episode, I share with you the latest social media challenges and opportunities. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I talk about social media challenges and opportunities and what you need to think about to take advantage of the social media trends that are emerging. Recently, I did a podcast review contest, and I want to take a moment to congratulate the five winners who each won a 30-minute one-on-one coaching session with me. Tanya Silverstein shared, empowering podcast. Sigrun is so empowering. I love listening to her stories. She provides great tips and trends for online business entrepreneurs. This is a great listen regardless of the level of business you are in. Trini Dime shared, most inspiring show. Listening to The Sigrun Show has completely changed my business mindset, enabled me to make a turnaround and launch a new business idea based on passion, inspiration, and a wish to empower women. That's great to hear, Trini. Kristen Holmes shared, female power in Europe. If you like to start an online business, you cannot ignore the name Sigrun. Her year program, Samba, is great to reach higher goals as a female entrepreneur. Her podcast is so inspiring, too. She shares her knowledge and interviews interesting guests. Janet van Spiel shared, great business podcast, Sigrun's podcast, gives a clear look and understanding on how you can build an online business. Straightforward and the real deal. A must listen for any online entrepreneur. Stephanie Gruppe shared, Sigrun is the best. If you really want to make it an online business, Sigrun offers the best advice you can get. Her Samba program is legendary and her no-fuss, direct, strategic business approach helps women all over the world get into their personal power zone. Great show, Sigrun. Thank you for sharing. Thank you to Tanya, Trine, Christine, Janet, and Stephanie. I would also appreciate if you left a review on Apple Podcasts, if you haven't already, and maybe you will hear your name mentioned in an upcoming episode. You can go to sigmo.com forward slash 308 for the show notes of this episode and for instructions on how to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So why would you use social media in your business? Now, obviously, if you are in online business, online marketing, you are already using social media. And maybe you found this podcast on social media channel, somewhere on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe on Twitter or LinkedIn or Pinterest. The basic reason for using social media in your business is to be where your ideal client already is, and that's how they can discover something like this podcast. It is also to create and share content for your ideal client. Maybe go on Facebook Live or share an Instagram post. 
Also to have social interactions with your future and current clients by commenting on their posts, by answering a comment they have left on your posts, and to build your brand and position yourself as an authority. You can barely publish a book today without people asking, a publisher asking you, what's your social media following? Because they want you to market the book. Yes, they will help you publish the book, but they expect you to market it. So they expect you to have an authority on social media. For all these reasons and many more, your business needs to be on social media. We already know that, especially if you've been listening to this podcast for a while. And what's the problem? There are a lot of challenges with social media. And we'll start with the first one. Privacy concerns over data leaks and lack of transparency. You must have been living under a rock if you haven't heard about Cambridge Analytica scandal that shook the world and left us not really trusting Facebook anymore with our data. Now, Facebook has promised to be better and take better care of our data, but do you trust them? I'm not so sure I do. And still, Facebook is the best way to contact my clients, to market my business, to be in Facebook groups. So we're kind of in a weird place there. On one hand, we don't really trust them anymore, and we still use Facebook. They are also not clear on what data they're collecting and how they use it. Yes, we know they use it for uh, marketing to sell advertisement, but they were collecting a lot more data than we knew about. And the whole Cambridge Analytica scandal helped us find out some of these things. And since then, other things have also come into light. Another challenge shaking the world of social media is the passive consumption. Have you ever gone on Facebook and started scrolling and then half an hour later, an hour later, you're still scrolling? I've definitely been there, although I'm a bit ashamed of it because it is basically wasting my time. And some studies have shown that this passive consumption, this endless scrolling and watching YouTube videos and yes, cat videos on Facebook too, leads to loneliness, leads to us uh, feeling less good about ourselves and in worst case scenario, also to depression. Based on these statistics, Facebook has actually reduced the number of videos you see when you're scrolling down your Facebook feed. You may not have noticed, but maybe you are actually spending less time with this aimless scrolling than you used to a year ago. Still, it is a challenge with social media that we want to use it for good and not for wasting people's time. The third challenge that I see is the feed is so full that the reach has gone dramatically down. Now, the reach went down last year already and the year before, but it's going down more and more. And that's because people have just liked so many pages and have so many Facebook friends that it is impossible that if you spend about 15 minutes or maybe you spend that half an hour on Facebook and scroll down the feed, it is impossible 
for Facebook to show you all the pages you've liked or all the friends that you have friended on Facebook. They're going to have to make a selection. And that's why they have this, yeah, wonderful and not so wonderful thing called Facebook algorithm. And you hear me now with all these challenges talk about Facebook, but I do mean all social media. The Facebook is just the biggest and the ones that we have talked about the most and know the most about. So the feed is full and Facebook is going to make some changes. They've already announced that, that they're probably going to take the feed away. Now that's going to be a challenge if you're showing most of your ads in the feed. Talking about ads, it is clear that you have to pay to play. And this is the fourth challenge that I want to talk about. Ad costs have gone up dramatically. When I started to use Facebook ads in 2014, I paid 50 cents per email signup for my webinars. Now, I am looking at least $8, $10, and even more. And that's just what we've got to get used to. Gary V, the guy that I follow and learn a lot about social media from, uh, he predicts that Facebook ads will go up to $80. And it's still cheap now, he says. But for those of us who've been doing ads for a while and are maybe not marketing for huge companies like Gary V, I think they're getting pretty steep. So that is definitely a challenge, especially for those who are new entrepreneurs and just started in 2019 maybe to run some ads. You're starting when they're already high and they are not going to go down. They're only going to go up. So with these mentioned challenges, is social media over? No, social media is not over. I don't think there's any way we're going to go back and not have any social media in our lives. But we should definitely rethink the time we spend on social media and how we use social media for our business. And if there isn't a time now to make some changes. Because where there are challenges, there are opportunities. So when you think of anything as a problem, there is always a flip side to the problem. There is an opportunity to do things differently and better. And if you are listening to this episode, you might also be ahead of the curve. So what are the opportunities? In terms of privacy concerns, I do think Facebook will struggle winning back trust. It is very hard when you lose trust in a way that Facebook has done, and they didn't just do that with one scandal, it was another scandal and another scandal. And the way they are answering their questions, also in front of politicians in US and Europe, doesn't leave a lot of room for building up trust. So I do think Facebook is in trouble. I don't think they will die tomorrow, probably not this year, and maybe never but they will never have again the trust they had. So there is an opportunity for another social media giant. I don't think there will be a fresh one on the market, someone that has, doesn't exist today. No, I think it is someone that already exists and they're going to ramp things up. Possibly it's somebody or actually a company that already is out there and has a lot of user data. Some people have mentioned 
Amazon has a chance of being a social media giant. And why? Because people trust Amazon. Now, I don't know if Amazon will be a social media giant and replace Facebook, but I know that there are opportunities for others to come and grab some of that trust that has been lost to Facebook. Also, at the same time, social media channels or platforms will become more private. They already have with groups and chat. And I think that will just be emphasized more and more because of these privacy issues that have come up. And also because Facebook really struggles to keep, let's say, uh, Facebook clean. A lot of bad things have happened lately where people go on Facebook Live and do horrible, horrible things. And Facebook has not been able to step in and stop it and keep their platform clean of bad people and bad events. And in order to combat this, Facebook is thinking of making a lot more privacy or a lot more closed loops. Let's say people can share maybe inside groups horrible things, but nobody will know about it, not even Facebook, because everything will be encrypted. Now, that actually sounds like a bad thing to do, in my opinion. I'm not sure that's the right direction, but I do believe that people like you and me will definitely be spending more time in groups and in chats and not necessarily scrolling aimlessly on Facebook, which comes to the next one of the passive consumption. What are the opportunities there? Facebook has said they want to give priority to meaningful social interactions, which means it is not so good to share links on Facebook anymore. I was doing that a lot, like everybody else, sharing my podcast episodes, and I noticed a drastic reach going down on link sharing. But when I upload a video or do a Facebook Live or share a picture, the reach is much better. So think about that. Facebook basically wants you to spend time on Facebook. The same for YouTube. They want you to send people to a playlist instead of a link from YouTube to your uh, website. So all social media platforms want you to spend time longer on the platform, but not aimless scrolling, interactions, engagement, comments, sharing. So think about how you can enable that as a business owner to fuel discussions and also have discussions as a private person yourself. So definitely live video is going to be the way to go, even though Facebook has dialed down the consumption of viral videos. But I don't think you will have a problem with that because generally most videos are not viral, especially not business videos. So the challenge about the feed is full. The news field will gradually go away, Facebook is saying. They're not telling us when and how and what's going to happen instead. But maybe you've noticed Facebook Watch. It's another little icon when you are in your Facebook feed, especially when you're on mobile. It's a little icon on the bottom. And that's why they're combating uh, the feed with that. They basically are moving a lot of the videos out of your feed to a special video platform within Facebook. Now, this is great for me because I am not, <laughs> I don't like watching videos myself. I am much more of a reader. So I was hoping this would lead to me not having any videos in the feed. That has not happened. 
but maybe they will take more and more stuff out of the regular feed and put that into uh, different platforms within Facebook like they've done with Facebook Watch. So public and private groups will take over to solve the feed problem. But also the ad cost is going out up because the feed is so full. So people who are willing to pay more they will still stay on the feed or whatever platform the feed will replace. So what do you do? Now, funnels have existed for a long time. You, you know the sales funnels, but also ad funnels. I heard about ad funnels already four or five years ago, but most people did not implement them. But now is the time to learn about ad funnels. I'm definitely going to be talking about that inside my Samba community. I'm going to do a special masterclass on Facebook ad funnels because I think this is a big topic we need to dive into. And a lot of people don't know yet how to do it. But the quick overview is that you need to warm up your audience before you ask them to sign up because the cost of an email sign up direct to a cold audience will drastically go up. It's already gone up a lot. So you're going to have to show your cold audience something that you know that your warm audience already likes, which could be, in, like in my case, uh, my most popular podcast episodes. So I would show that to a cold audience. Then once they have clicked to my podcast page, I know they are showing some interest. And then I'll maybe show them another podcast episode or a blog post or a video, something that I know that my more warm audience already likes. Once I've done that, I will maybe do a more softer email sign-up uh, request, maybe not a webinar because they tend to be most expensive, maybe just a PDF, something that I know also from my warm audience that really works. So we're talking about a four-step process or even longer instead of just showing a landing page in a webinar ad directly to an audience that has never seen you before. So you're going from one-step process, maybe to a three, four, or five-step process in your ad funnel, and that's going to lower your ad cost. So what should you focus on moving forward in terms of social media? I would definitely say that you pick another platform besides Facebook. If Facebook has been your main social media channel so far, Make sure you pick a second one. Maybe it's Pinterest, maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's LinkedIn. All of these platforms have a lot to go. They are not as full as Facebook. Instagram is already getting very busy, but I do think you have opportunities there if you spend some time doing the things you need to do there. But the others, there is a lot of room to grow and the feeds are not as full as on Facebook. I think you should have a content strategy that does not rely on social media. Having a podcast, for instance, I'm really glad I started my podcast one and a half years ago and have now over 300 episodes because Google is going to include podcasts in their search in the future. They're even going to automatically transcribe episodes so that they can look within episodes as if they were written material and help people find the content they're looking for. So if you also prefer doing a video instead of audio, then go full on on YouTube. No matter what you do, think of a content strategy because social media is not a content strategy. It's the distribution channel. It's also to interact with your audience. 
but a content strategy is needed to make sure that you can not get stuck or lose your business when one of those social media channels maybe goes away. I think also you should focus a lot on videos and stories. I am very active on Instagram stories lately. If you haven't been following me already, go to Sigrun.com. Uh, Sigrun.com is my handle on Instagram and follow my stories. I'm actually more active on the stories than in the Insta feed because that's where the biggest room is for growth on Instagram. I do think videos are the winner. Even if I'm, if I'm not a video viewer myself, I know that videos really, really work and are much easier to distribute, for instance, a podcast through video than directly through audio. And you also should have meaningful conversations with your audience. Spend time talking to people. There is nothing going to replace that. It's just like in the offline world. Talking to people is the start of any type of a relationship. And it's also a relationship you need to build before you ask for the sale. So to give you a quick summary of what you should focusing on, focus on live video, raw and real content, focus on stories, in the moment content, what you're doing right now, your audience wants to know. Messenger bots, yes, I do think you need to have one. You can set up one on your page right away if you don't have it already. So at least when someone messages you that you can share with them your most popular episode or your most popular freebie. Direct messages. It is a little bit annoying. I know when you are, for instance, getting a lot of direct messaging on Instagram and there's no desktop app yet, it will come for sure. Facebook has talked about merging all the apps that they have, WhatsApp, Messenger, and Instagram direct messages, they're not going to merge it in one app, but they're going to allow people to chat between these apps. And this means also for businesses that will probably going to have a desktop possibility to answer all direct messages on Instagram. I noticed recently as I celebrated my birthday just a few years, a few years ago, I want to say a few days ago, I went first to all my direct messages and I answered them many hours or even a day before I went on my Facebook feed and started to scroll through all the wonderful messages I got on my private Facebook profile. So there's something to be said when you go first on direct messages, then you already feel the shift, you feel the change. And then I want to urge you to look into LinkedIn, YouTube and Pinterest. I'm assuming you're already on Facebook and Instagram, so please check out those channels. They are growing and people are looking into these channels because the trust in Facebook is just not there. It doesn't mean that Facebook is gone. I'm still there, especially on my private profile, and I think it will be there for a long time. But you should never place all your eggs in one basket. Make sure you have many baskets whether it's social media channels or your investments or what you do with your time in life. You can go to signal.com forward slash 308 for the show notes of this episode and for instructions on how to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share on Instagram using the hashtag Sigrun Show, one word, and tag me my tag is sigrun.com, one word. See you in the next episode.